Fans, wonderful. The business. The business. Davis is making dinner. Uh, welcome to the Higher Frequency Podcast Network's College Football Extravaganza. It's week seven. Give us a like and follow on Instagram and Twitter at CFB Extravaganza. I'm Rob. He's Joe. That's Davey Boy. And we're here on a very special week because Alabama fucking lost last week. Yeah, let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Old Jim Bro, Jim Bro Fisher. Yeah, yeah, man. Everyone was happy except for that house full of Alabama fans I was with. Oh, are you with some Alabama fans? I was, I was trying. I had to resist myself. I kind of couldn't, but I was talking shit. (laughs) I was talking shit, and I was so outnumbered. (laughs) So we were at uh, me and Troy and Devin were watching the game at Beef O'Brady's, and. There was like this Alabama crowd in the bar, definitely there just for the game. They do it every week. And there was another table. There was a few tables just scattered around, just not Texas A&M fans, but like not Alabama fans. Every time Texas A&M would do something, we'd all cheer. And there was this Alabama fan that every time uh, Bryce Young would throw the throw the football like within ten yards of the guy, he'd go touchdown. <laughs> touchdown i There's love another, those people i love that close. guy i was like dude even lane kiffin makes sure the ball is like caught like oh well no not really like before he throws a clipboard up he like makes sure the trajectory's on this guy no as soon as it left bryce young's hand touchdown so sure touchdown. he did it like five times i'm not even joking guy was wasted but yeah i love that guy i love that guy too because he it made it Oh, it made it hilarious. This past weekend was great for sports. Any he, other Alabama game, though, that guy's right. I mean, years yeah. and long, it's going to be a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It was pretty depressing whenever Alabama tied the game up, and I bet their money line live. Mm-hmm. So let's get, it in, let's get into it. As, as to not skip around like, like Joey warned me about doing, we'll start from Thursday because this whole week of college football was absolutely fucking amazing. And same with pro football. Pro football is awesome. And then you had the Tyson Fury and uh, Wilder fight, too. That was good. It had a knockout and a couple couple knockdowns and a knockout. So, uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina. You really want to talk about this Coastal Carolina game, Joe. Oh, yeah, I, I did. But it wasn't necessarily because of Coastal Carolina. Um, I do love Coastal Carolina. Like I said last week, they're a wagon. <laughs> they're just, it's just free money. Um, what I really wanted to talk about was Arkansas State. And their starting quarterback, James Blackman, hmm. um, he stinks. Uh, he, he's not very good. Uh, <laughs> he, in the first two quarters of the game, I'm sure you're looking at ESPN, Robert, uh, Arkansas State scored zero points. They were down 24 to nothing. I'm pretty sure they got down like 31 to nothing. And then James Blackman got hurt. 
and Arkansas State scored 20 points in the second half. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> not good. Not good. I mean, they still lost 52 to 20, so uh, not great. But, uh, yeah, James Blackman, I just wanted to reiterate, if anyone forgot, uh, he stinks. Yep. If you're new to the podcast, we have a uh, – Joey has an ongoing feud with, with James Black- Blackman in that he – Pretty much, he's sent, he's he stinks. Yeah, sent Florida State's program into a spiral that it still has yet to recover from. But maybe maybe they're starting to recover. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Houston takes on Tulane. They beat them forty twenty two there on Thursday. I don't really want to get into that though. <laughs> Cincinnati yes. absolutely destroyed Temple in the way that it should have. Like Cincinnati's looking good, top five team now. I I think they're in the top four this week. I I don't know. Well, I'll have to click on. Click on my uh, schedule tab or not schedule ranking tab here in a second. Anything to say about Cincinnati? I think they're rolling. They're looking good. They're they were twenty nine point favorites. I didn't want to take them just because no, so we, many points. We all said mm, so many points because Temple sometimes does that thing that Temple be doing. You know, sometimes they do the dang thing and and beat beat a team or you know definitely play a close game. At least they did with good UCF teams, good Cincinnati teams. Uh. Yeah, um, not this year. It's not happening. Um, Stanford at Arizona State, another game we wanted to stay away from. I'm glad we stayed away from it, but I'm glad Arizona State won. Stanford, you're you're in a, you're in a meeting. They are who we thought they were. They're, they're not who we thought. I don't. I can't. I don't think about that's, Stanford. That's that's who I thought they were. That's who. I, yeah, I guess that's who we thought they were. But but they haven't. They they beat Oregon and they do this thing where. They look really good, and then they do this thing. They they yep. they do that thing. They believe in the they they, they belong in the Pac-12 for a reason. That's the Pac-12. That's the Big 12. That's teams that aren't supposed to win sometimes win, and then they just get blown out the next week. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte, Florida International. Who cares? No one cares. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's get to Alabama, Texas A and M. Why not? I don't know why that's the first game on here. I guess they got it in order of rank. Yeah, they got it in order of ranking. So that's fine with me. Uh, we were already talking about it. Uh, Texas A and M looked really good. Their quarterback looked really good. They were piecing Alabama apart in the zones. Uh, they were able to run the ball on them. They had a good game plan. Alabama liked to come back though. They're in the third quarter, fourth quarter. It, and I, I felt that Alabama was going to come back, but Texas A&M held on. A lot of they did what a lot of teams can't do and hold on there at the very end. Yeah, this was what I was saying last week. When Jimbo Fisher gets good quarterback play, uh, his teams are good. Um, and this was their backup quarterback, but he played awesome in this game. And I don't know if you saw, like, I guess he got hurt and went into the tent. I didn't see this, but someone was pointing it out to me. Jimbo Fisher followed him into the tent. He was, I don't know what he did, what he said in there, but that kid is not coming out of the fucking game. Mm-hmm. So, gave him uh, some of that I mean, good stuff. Yeah, he might have. He might have taken the needle himself and injected it in him. I don't know what it was, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Again, like I said, when Texas A&M gets good quarterback play, they're going to be they're going to be good. Too bad they already have two losses this season. Yeah, yeah, and so they just treated this as their Super Bowl, pretty much, and that's what every team has to do when you play Alabama. And they executed very, very well, better than the Arkansas game, better than the Mississippi State game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, avoid ahead. a three-game losing streak. Yeah, uh, you know what? With um, with Texas A&M, they're at home. Their, their quarterback, keep in mind, is actually their backup quarterback to start yep. the year. He never played like that. He looked phenomenal 
he was better in the first half, but he really played well down the stretch as we entered the fourth quarter. Because for a second there, I was scared. I figured Alabama was about to come back. They came and held it together. And also, there's a cool video. You guys have probably already seen it by now about the kicker's family and his wife were watching from the stands. And they were, like, watching as he was kicking the ball. It was just cool. He got you in the feels. It was a good win for Texas A&M. Yep, I did see that. That was that was definitely – the girlfriend was freaking out. His wife, by the way. That was oh, that's his wife? Yep. Yeah, well, oh, that's funny because Devin Troy and I were like, oh, if you make this field goal, he's going to get so much pussy tonight. He's going to get like 10 pussies tonight. I thought it was his sister. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Apparently wife. Good no. good, good catch there, Davis. He Maybe he, he still got some, but it was – No, uh, you don't – have, you don't have sex when you're married. You don't have sex when you're married. Oh, that's that's not that's not what I've heard. I've been lied to from your parents. Any closing thoughts on this? Like, where where does this happen from? Does Alabama just continue to just start trashing everyone for the rest of their schedule? And does Texas A and M still drop another game? I I think Texas A and M does. They're they're not going to get that quarterback play from that kid uh, every week. All, um, all week, yeah. But um, every week, yeah. Uh, no, Alabama. They they just don't have the horses. I'm not gonna say they don't have the horses because they do. They're still a really good team, but they don't have them like they do every year. Um, they're not gonna be able to keep up with Georgia. They're not, and I wouldn't say keep up because it's not like Georgia's out there scoring a million points. But they're not gonna be able to play with Georgia. Their defense is just too good. Um, I mean, I don't know if they lose another game. They might. They're pro- the next game they lose will probably be the SEC championship, but. Uh, they're not. They're, to me, they're not in the top four this year. Alabama's not in the top four this year. No, you, you know. Want me, you want me to name them? Well, if they if they lose that SEC championship game, I I wouldn't want to put them in the playoff, right? I don't want to see that again. I don't want to see a Georgia Alabama rematch in the national championship. I mean, well, well there even, won't be. Even though it could, even I mean, if Georgia wins, which I think they will. Um, then I don't think Alabama would make it. But at the same time, I feel like it's any given week at this point with this season. It's like Georgia and Alabama could play 10 times, and they'd probably both win half and half. Yeah, I don't know. I think Alabama's kind of been proven to not be that dominant team this year. The Florida game, the uh, this game, um, I don't know. I, they, I don't think they have it this year. Yeah. I think the Florida game for Alabama exposed a weakness. Um, if – their defensive line is not that strong, um, and they usually are. They, uh, is, if they're facing a good offensive line, then the, you can run all over Alabama if you have a good offensive line. Florida has a decent one. Texas A&M's offensive line looked pretty good. Um, they protected the quarterback like crazy. I, they really struggle against a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And a solid defense. Texas A&M does have a solid defense. Um, so does Arkansas. So maybe that game might be more interesting than we think. We'll see. Um, let's go on to Georgia. We'll we'll just go straight from one one through however how many. Hopefully, I, I don't think I want to carry it all the way to. Uh, I say we carry it to Kentucky. Yeah. And we, we can skip. We can skip over Florida and Vanderbilt, and and I'll let you talk about Florida State because that's a big one. Achoo! Holy shit. There we go. Thank you, thank you. Um just call me baby. All right. 
Georgia at Auburn. Uh, Georgia didn't beat them as bad as I thought. I went on record saying Georgia was going to mud hole stomp Auburn last week. I still think this counts as a mud hole stomping. It's 34 to 10. But it was like, oh, no, they just stomped. It wasn't a mud hole stomping. It was just a regular stomping. Yeah, I didn't cover. But Georgia is in a really good position. They have two solid quarterbacks. Stetson Bennett, by the way, I think if they want to stay committed to JT Daniel, that kid mm-hmm. could transfer to most Division One schools right now. He's looked awesome. I think he does play well in the Georgia system. This is a good this is a good team. They're the number one team in the nation now for a reason, and they're a threat moving forward. Yep, super threat. That Georgia's good. I don't know if their offense is going to perform in the big moments, though. But I mean, here's the thing: Georgia's obviously the number one team. Um, I, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, and they. Their defense is probably the best defense we've had in college football in the past, like, four or five years, maybe longer than that. I mean, they're just dominant. Um, the fact that Auburn put up 10 points, I'm surprised with. Um, so, I mean, really, if they don't win the national championship this year, are they ever going to win one? Probably not. Because this this is the year. There's no dominant team. They're the closest thing they have to it. But I, I'm just, you know, since the Bennett's played well, JT Daniels is – a solid guy, a solid starter, but I just don't trust their offense yet. And I don't know if that's just because Kirby Smart hasn't proven to ever have a good offense since he's been coaching at Georgia. Or um, I don't know. I feel like they could have put up 50 points here if they wanted to, and they just couldn't. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you never know because Georgia gets uh, the lead like that and they feel comfortable. They'll run, they'll run the ball and take their time and run that clock down. That's the name of the game for them. So – yeah, Georgia, by far, to me at least, I agree with you guys, looking like the number one team in the nation right now. Uh, the number two team in the nation, kind of questionable here because we had Iowa number three and Penn State at number four last week. Iowa squeaks out at Iowa 23-20. to 20. However, um, Penn State's quarterback got hurt and did not return to the game, I think, in the, what, halftime? About halftime? And that proved, yeah. that proved devastating for Penn State because that backup quarterback, the second he entered the game, that offense was dead. They, mm-hmm. they I think they had ne- probably negative yards production with that quarterback in the game. And I don't know who their other quarterback was behind him, but they rely heavily on Clifford. He's a good quarterback. The backup, when, that, when he came in, it just all collapsed. Yep. Yeah, so- I'm pretty salty about this. He was he was 15 for 25 for 146 yards, although did have two interceptions. Um, and this was a fun game to watch. Don't get me wrong. Like in the first first quarter, especially there was a couple there was a couple turnovers. Um, Iowa got the ball inside the 10 yard line, only scored a field goal on their um, second possession. So Penn State had a good defense there in the red zone, which we've seen against Auburn. We've seen. Uh, Penn State, when when they get down in the red zone, their defense tends to tighten up and their athleticism kind of shines. So that's one thing about Penn State. Uh, are they in the same division? Are they in the same – let's see. They're with, they're with Ohio State, Penn State they're, is. They're east and west, so they could play again. No, I was – yeah, yeah, they could play I was in the, the west championship. in the Big yeah. Ten Championship. But I'm I'm really salty about this game just because like I obviously locked in Penn State. I bet on Penn State. 
and I was feeling good, obvious, like in the first first half. But um, they would have won if Clifford didn't get hurt. They, I think, they would have won going away mm-hmm. if he didn't get hurt. Um, so it's it's tough when you make the right bet, you make the right pick, and then you just get screwed with injuries. But I guess that's football. So mm-hmm. that is football. I'm gonna go and brag on this one because I can't brag on any of the other ones. Uh, this was my one lock that hit out of the other out of the three. Iowa minus uh, one and a half. And yeah, I agree with you. I think Penn State would have won if uh, Clifford stays in there. If Clifford, the big red dog, stays in there. The big blue child monster. Big big blue. Bruh. <laughs> what are we doing today? I wanted to I wanted to throw this out there. I heard a thing, and maybe it's true. And I and I know two people that went to Penn State. Actually, three people that went to Penn State. And anyone that went to that school are just unbelievably diehard. <laughs> that school like they will out of nowhere just remind you that they went to Penn State I, I don't know if that's true that was, I heard that from another podcast but like that was their that was like them trying to dog on graduates of Penn State <clears throat> that they're ultra committed to their school and will like at the most random time let you know they went to school there sounds like a conspiracy I, I, sounds like a cult sounds like a cult we are we are Todd Blusters. Damn, bro. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even where it should. Penn State went to Penn State. Oh yeah. So uh, how did? Do you guys know how far Penn State fell this week? Let, let me see. I'll take a peek. I'll take a peek towards next week. Well, how hurt is their quarterback? <clears throat> yeah, if their quarterback's hurt, it's over, right? If they're if he's hurt, hurt. When do y'all look that yeah. up? I'm looking. I'm looking up their their ranking. They're ranking. Nope. I think they're like number nine or number ten, aren't they? Open new tab. <clears throat> Man, that's a far fall. That's a far fall. But like, the, it, they again. I think if if I'm a pollster, I need to keep in mind seven, lost, seven. Okay, I didn't know they didn't drop that far, but look, they lost their quarterback. They were playing well until they lost their quarterback. I don't know the severity of his injury. Oh, here. It, Here's a, he is questionable to return against Ohio State. Oh, oh, that's uh, no, they they got a bye week, then it's the next week. Oh, that's that's perfect for them. Yep. So Big Ten East, Michigan's at eight, Michigan State at ten, Ohio State at six, and Penn State at seven. And Penn State still has to play Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State. So they beat those teams. They they could be back in there. They they could be back in swing. Well, they very really. much could. And like and you know what? There's a there's a benefit to losing earlier in the season. So, with with Sean Clifford back, and they could win. All right, sounds good. Um, when they can win with them, they'll be back in it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Any any closing thoughts on on Penn State Iowa? Um, congratulations Iowa. Um, you're there for now. You're there for now. You know what could have happened. That's what I'm saying. You know what could have happened. I want to yeah, play. Iowa's defense is awesome, but they got to figure out their they got to figure out their offense. If yeah, they really the, want to contend. Yeah, like I said, even Sean Clifford, he had two interceptions there. I think both of them in the first half, because that's when he played was first half, and uh, they did not capitalize like they should have capitalized uh, on that on the first turnover, which I don't think. Yeah, no, that was an interception because Sean Clifford was being rushed in the in the end zone. He's about to get caught for a safety, threw it straight to an Iowa guy who landed at like the six yard line or like nine yard line and they could not score a touchdown. 
So you got to get that figured out. Got to agree. Iowa has one of the best college traditions of waving at the kids. Like that's that's feel good. You like the wholesome stuff, huh? I do really like the wholesome stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. There we go. So uh, you like to hold uh, hold some stuff. You like to hold some stuff. <laughs> hold, hold, hold these nuts. Uh, okay. that, I'm my knee. All right. Oklahoma versus Texas. This game, I know there are so many good games on this weekend. This and is, I got to watch near about all of them. I got to watch near about all of them. I had Texas winning. Um, I had them covering that that minus three that didn't happen, or plus three that didn't happen because the Oklahoma fans were right. They were clamoring for Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams comes into the game. And he brings them back. Let, let me check the box score. Brings them back at least 21 points. I think it's close to like 30. Yeah, yeah. So large deficit. Mm-hmm. It you know, was. It was. I don't even. Let me see. You know what? Poor, I, I I don't know if I should say poor Spence, Spencer Rattler or after watching no. QB one. I don't give a shit because he was a douche on QB one. No, it was so, twenty. It was twenty-eight to seven, and then at a certain point, it was thirty-five to seventeen. Okay, you know, that's a sizable deficit. Like yeah, most teams yeah. don't ever come back from that. And when that other team does come back from that, that's a fantastic game. And this is exactly what it was. And it all started when they put in the new quarterback. But you know, Spencer Rattler, even last year, wasn't that impressive. Yeah, he kicked the shit out of Florida. Florida was missing half their team. Yeah, a they- very dilapidated. We had twenty-two players missing. Yeah, they eventually just took Kyle Trask out of the game and let Emory just go the rest of the way. Uh, so I'm, I, I, I wasn't really sold on Spencer Rattler too much, and he was a Heisman favorite going into this season. And guess what? He's on the bench. So I expect him to be in the transfer portal here real soon. Yeah. I've been a, I haven't been a believer in Spencer Rattler this entire year. I'm very much on record with that. Um, Man, I love th- this game. It's one of the most fun games to watch every year. I always bet the over, and I always bet the underdog. Um, over, obviously, that they almost hit it in the first half. That game um, is an over. Yeah, it's always an over. Last year, I think you needed overtime to hit it, but they still hit it. Um, I mean, I'm pretty annoyed with this game, too, because I made the right pick until Oklahoma made the right decision and put the better quarterback in the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it was a terrible beat. You know, if Oklahoma went down there and kicked the field goal, I had Texas plus three and a half. You win by a half point, you go home, and Texas just, you know, shits their pants on the field and lets the guy run in for a 30 or five-yard touchdown or whatever it was. It's just crazy that that happened. Yeah, I think I texted um, you guys. I think I said, wow, that's a bad beat. It was the first of many. It was the first of many bad beats this week, which is, just means it was an awesome week of football because mm-hmm. there are so many close games. But uh, Oklahoma, with this kid at quarterback, I think is legit. I think they're a good team. Oh, he, he, this guy this guy is legit. So 16 for 25, 212 yards um, for two touchdowns, and his long was 52-yarder. Not include, This isn't including his, his rushing yard, right? Um, so take a look at wherever that yeah. is. I mean, I, I, I was out on Oklahoma, but it was mainly because of Spencer Rattler. I might be in on Oklahoma big time. Dude, he, he looked like a beat, and he was he's fast. He's he's big. Um, yeah, I'm 
I'm Oklahoma is a force to be reckoned with. They're still undefeated. They've managed to be undefeated even with Spencer Rattler there. And <laughs> I think Spencer Rattler's still going to see some playing time. I don't think Caleb Williams. No, is, no he can't. I think I think they're going to try and keep Spencer Rattler in there, but at the same time, I don't. As he played beyond the uh, that limit, he's hit that threshold, right? Yeah, it's four games, so yeah, he can't games, redshirt. Yeah. No, that's Definitely. what you're talking about. So it, I guess it doesn't really matter at this point unless he wants to do like some kind of hardship transfer, which is bullshit if that happens. No, he, he'll be able to transfer, but it'll just be a normal transfer. Mm-hmm. You'd have to sit. No, you. Get, there's a long. One-time transfer will now. You can transfer one time without any, without sitting. Oh, yeah. damn. Well, then he's going to transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Don't yep. come to FSU. <laughs> he probably will. You know, I could see him going to FSU, honestly. That would like, be no. I actually could. No. I don't want to go these to, things. He's going to go to a pretty He's not good. <laughs> he's, he's – I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Say he's not good because at the same time, like the NFL draft experts are thinking he's a first round draft pick. So they're they the see NFL so- draft experts once thought that DeAndre Francois was gonna be the number one draft pick overall. So oh yeah, and he ended up playing in some like video game league. Yes. So sometimes they get it wrong after uh, half a season. Mm-hmm. All right. Um this was a bad beat for me. I, I had Texas locked and I, like Joey said, we had the right pick until until Oklahoma made the right decision and changed quarterbacks, which, you know, we this guy's a true freshman, so they took a – Lincoln Riley took a risk there and put him in, and it paid off, and he's a beast. He's an absolute monster, and we're, I'm looking forward to watching him, from, like, going forward and seeing if he's polished, seeing if this was not a one-off kind of deal, if he doesn't have – some of those bumps, like uh, I guess, well, I could talk a little bit about Florida. If you watch the Florida Vanderbilt Vanderbilt game, Anthony Richardson got in there and did not look polished. No, he didn't look good at all. Yeah, he didn't look good at all. So this is what Dan Mullen's been trying to tell people: is like, hey, Emory Jones does some stuff better than Anthony Richardson, even though Anthony balled the fuck out the first first couple games and and looked like a world beater. He makes bad reads. Sometimes he doesn't do that. Sometimes he does so goes to show you that these coaches might have these guys starting for a reason. Now, Caleb Williams, we're yet, we've yet to see him not be polished and not be a, a beast. So, yeah. But Ohio State beats the shit out of Maryland. Should have should have taken that. Should have should have taken that. We didn't want we didn't want to take that one either. I'm being hard on us because a lot of these games we passed up this week and they are way easier locks than what we locked on. Who cares? All right, fine. Michigan, Nebraska. I said it was going to be close. I thought Nebraska might win, but I think I think we had Michigan winning. No, none of us locked this. Um, Michigan gets it in a, in a field goal. I think I did say though that I thought that Nebraska was going to compete their ass off and play play really well, mm-hmm. at least well to where they competed against Michigan. And I, and I by the way, I actually think Michigan is a decent team. That's on the record. I don't think I've ever said that. I think Michigan is a decent team, and they're still undefeated. So the fact that Nebraska played pretty well against them, I think I, I think I said this last week too, they're just continuing to baby step their way in the right direction. 
but they're going to probably finish six and six. How are they going to – I don't know how they're going to finish six and – well, they got three wins, I guess. They're three and four now. They could finish six and six. I just think they're baby stepping in the right direction. They're not leaping. You know, they're they're playing decent football, and they've been playing decent football for a couple of weeks. I could see three wins on the schedule. I could also see three three or four losses. You know, yeah. Well, with six games or seven games left, or how many games are left? We're we're week seven. Um, they have, I think they have six games left. Minnesota, Purdue, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa. They only have four games left. Minnesota and Purdue could be wins. Iowa and Ohio State are losses. Yep, and Wisconsin's Wisconsin. I, I'm gonna say Wisconsin's a win. I'm gonna say That's it's a win. Awesome. That's a toss up. That's an even match, in my opinion. Yep. Um. Okay. BYU falls to Boise State. Wow. What the fuck is going on? Can anyone? Yeah, what What the fuck is going on in college football? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna say I predicted this, but it just seems like BYU's a little overrated. I haven't liked them that all this season yet, but I I mean, I would have picked them to win. I think I did pick them to win this game. So win. I think I'm going I absolutely think... crazy. Are they overlooking this for Baylor? Like, what are you doing? I don't. I don't know. I'm literally very very mad at BYU. I think I had BYU, so I was dead wrong on this one. I know. I don't even know, dude. I am so fucking mad. Like, why are they number 10? This doesn't make sense to me because you Wait, beat. Is BYU number 10 right now? They were. They're not anymore. They were. I, mean, I think, I don't think, I'm, I'm not completely unsurprised. You beat a ranked Utah. You beat a ranked Arizona State team. And you cl- well, I guess you didn't club or USA. I don't know. I'm gonna say Zach Wilson hangover. Like they, they're they were good with Zach Wilson, and they gave him a lot of respect with that team. And then the backup quarterback, by the way, is not that bad either. The other quarterback is not that bad either. So I think they're just giving him a little too much respect right now. I guess I can't be too mad because looking at it, they didn't really trounce any of these teams. None of these teams have done pretty much anything besides Arizona State. Shut the fuck up. What 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 was that? Uh, you just got told you to know, shut the fuck you know, up. Uh, my uh, my future sister-in-law graduated from because there. her her uh, brother or something's a soaker. She, you're a soaker. Y'all gonna make sure I sleep on the couch tonight. None of them got any soaking this week because they lost. So <laughs> we're gonna move on. Um, no one was jumping on the bed this week. Yep, Michigan. Did you see that? That's crazy. I sent that TikTok to both of you guys. <laughs> you should show her that TikTok. That's absolutely insane. I don't know if I want to. Um, Michigan State at Rutgers. Michigan State gets the win, 31-13. Yeah. Who cares? Um, Kenneth Walker, the third, like I said in the beginning of the season, after the first game, I said he's, he's a beast. He was a beast. I think he had three touchdowns this game. He had 232 rushing yards. Yeesh. 232 rushing yards this game, and he had one touchdown. He had one touchdown. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Michigan State's looking good if they get that run game going. Arkansas Ole Miss, another, another fantastic end down to the wire nail-biter game. This is the game that both these teams needed after two disappointing losses on both ends. So. Uh, you guys take this one away. I, I got to watch the first half of this game. I didn't get to watch the second half. 
which is very disappointing. I, I, I didn't get to watch it. I was just keeping up with it. I like Ole Miss. Um, Arkansas is fun to watch. I, I kind of think they're a little overrated, but this, I mean, I, I, I wish I was able to watch this game. I, I, th- I think Ole Miss is going to be good, uh, good this season. I think they could sneak their way into the SEC championship game if Alabama drops no more. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I watched the entire fourth quarter, and that was an exciting fourth quarter. And, of course, with no time left on the clock, Arkansas throws a touchdown. And, by the way, it really could have gone either way because the play before that, they basically ran the same exact play, but he overthrew it. And then it went out of bounds, and the game clock operator stopped the clock immediately, which was the right thing to do. But the fact that they were at Ole Miss, usually they'll be like, oh, maybe I'll take one more second off. Oops, game over. Uh, but, no, they, they did it right. There was one second left on the clock, and Arkansas had one more opportunity. They scored a touchdown. And I love the fact they went for two. I do love the fact they went for two. And I think if yep. you ask Sam Pittman, he'll say, nope, I would have gone for two again. I would have gone for two every single time because this is a back-and-forth, back-and-forth game. And it's going to probably be the same thing in overtime. Someone has to end this. And I love the aggressiveness for Arkansas. I don't think anyone is saying that they made the wrong move by just not sending it to overtime. I, I, I endorse that decision 100%, just didn't go their way. I'm a big go for two. I'm with you. Go for two every time. If you have a chance to win the game in the last second or something, always go for two. Who mm-hmm. wants to play overtime? Fucking win the game. Yep. Yeah, I'm there. You know, it's only the wrong decision because of the outcome, right? The outcome, if they got the two point, then the outcome's good. It's not a wrong decision. So I, I'm yep. with you guys. I like the aggressiveness. I'm a big Sam Pittman guy. I, I love this coach. Um, it just didn't work out for him this time. I like I like Lane Kiffin too. I like this old Misty. This was a great game to watch. And the fatter Lane Kiffin is, the better coach he is. You oh, yeah. know, that, I that, th- that, that's age right there. That's experience. Joey just wants to like get Lane Kiffin super beefed up. Like it's a it's a reoccurring <laughs> it's like a reoccurring thing. Like he wants to get him fat so he can go to FSU. I don't think. Oh, he, the fat! If, he, if I get a big old fat three hundred pound Lane Kiffin coming to coach FSU football, I mean that is what you want. <laughs> oh, I think he. I think if FSU offered him some cash, like he is leaving Ole Miss and going there. I. Oh yeah, no. They, they offered him the FSU job. He'd go today. Like, you I think, think so? Just, just his character, he would go to Florida State because that's like it's a big party school. A lot of people. He, he's a, I, I, there's a, I know for a fact he's been drunk in Tallahassee before. I know for a fact. Yeah, you've told you told a story on the podcast about Lane Kiffin. Go check out like yeah. last season, all last season. I think you all told it last season. All of it. Watch the whole last <laughs> season. Um, anywho, yeah. So great game to watch. I might rewatch the second half because I didn't get to rewatch it. Um, get the highlights on it. Notre Dame at uh, Virginia Tech. I thought I, I had Virginia Tech winning this game. Notre Dame and Virginia Tech played a really great game. I was watching this alongside the Alabama-Texas A&M game. Hard hitting down to the last second. And Notre Dame gets a field goal win. Um, any thoughts on this game as well? Notre Dame showed some fight. I, I didn't watch a single second of this game. I just kept up on the highlights. Um, I Nowhere near surprised that it came down to the situation that it was in because Virginia you had Tech, Notre Dame winning. I think I did. Notre Dame. Yeah. But, um, 
I don't know what the, I don't remember what the spread was, but I know Virginia Tech was going to keep it close. It was it, it went down to a pick'em, but I think it was plus one and a half or something like that. Virginia mm-hmm. Tech plus one I and a half. Those spreads, unless I'm that confident that the underdog's going to win. But yep. no, good win for Notre Dame, but you know they're gonna. Yeah, they're just not that. They're an average team, in my opinion. Notre Dame's an average team. I um I watched every second of this game partially because I was I'm very high on Virginia Tech this year. And when they got that pick six late in the game, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna win. And then Notre Dame goes down there and does it again. This was another game that I lost in the last possession. Um, I think Virginia Tech the field goal. If I had to remember, I was kind of watching the fights and this game at the same time. Um, but Virginia Tech. I think they're a decent team. The ACC super down this year, obviously. Um, they got a huge game this week against Pittsburgh. Uh, that's probably going to decide the winner of the Coastal Division um, in the ACC. So, um, they're, they're not dead yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this next game, you know them. You love them. Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky gets the win over LSU 42-21. to And – I Kentucky's legit. They're six and zero. Um, they play Georgia this upcoming week, so we'll get to that. But for for now, um, Will Levis just doing doing a good good job managing the game. Uh, he had three 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 touchdowns. Uh, he was fourteen of seventeen for one hundred forty five yards. So not not crazy numbers, but. Balance. He he ran for a touchdown and I think threw for two. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I um, I watched one drive of this game. Mm-hmm. It was the first one, or it was Kentucky's first one. I don't remember if it was the first one in the game or not. And they went down there and scored pretty easily. Uh, the spread changed to minus six and a half, and Kentucky was up by seven. And I live bet that, and that was an easy. Just set it, forget it, win. That's free um, money. Yeah, it was free money. It was definitely mm-hmm. free money. LSU, I don't know what you do with LSU. I mean, I've been loaning them all year. They've played a couple of decent games. But I, I think this team's about to quit because it seems like Ed Orgeron, Orgeron might be getting fired. Or I mean, LSU is pretty much the rumors are coming out that they're going after Jimbo. You know, he's a he's coached there before. He's he's their guy. Um, I wouldn't be upset because I'd like Max Johnson to transfer to FSU. Uh, he's Brad Johnson's son. Um, he's an awesome quarterback. He's just playing in a shitty situation right now. So we'll see what happens. Kentucky's going to be fun this year. Next week, this next week's going to be fun. It's probably going to be a lock for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa, alluding. Yeah, Ed Orgeron, I do think is out the door. And it's funny how you can win a championship one year, and if you just can't continue that success within two years, or at least get close to it, you're going to be out the door immediately. It's it. We, it well, there's we, other things that are attributing to why it's going to be out the door, though. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right. There are a couple of things. You know, but if you win, it's like you look the other way. Whatever, we're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were, you know, they were for a while. And you think maybe is LSU getting too discontent too fast? They just won a national championship in 2019. I think they are. Um, I think if you're a premier program – and you are hungry to win, you're going to, you're going to expect to continuously win. Like if, if um, whoever wins the championship this year, let's say Georgia wins the championship this year and two years later, they suck. 
they're going to say Kirby Smart, get the hell out. That's how much – I honestly think that's, that's everyone's biggest problem as a college football fan, that you always want success. And the second you taste it, you expect it to always be there. And when it's mm-hmm. not there, you're like, get out. Get yeah. out. I, we won. I want us to win again. And if you're not going to show – if you're not going to give us another win, then get the hell out. So I, I think it's a big problem. Hindsight's twenty twenty as an FSU fan. I'd like to let everyone know. Yeah, so. yeah, and the grass is always greener. And just, just so you know where I stand, I hope Ed Orgeron is the coach at LSU for eternity because he is Louisiana embodied into yeah. a person. He's literally crawfish eaten. Um, Dagum. That was actually Coach O. That was not Farmer Fran from the Waterboy. I don't know what you think this podcast is. That was live right now. That's him eating crawfish and dealing, wheeling and dealing in Louisiana. Well, think about it. You know, last year was COVID. That was already a messed up year. And then you go into this season. It's not that great also, but what if, what happened to, hey, let me go recruit. Let me use my personality to bring in these really talented players. Maybe even get another good transfer quarterback, like another Joe Burrow or something similar to that. No, instead we demand perfection now, and I do think that every time you bring in a new coach, you're kind of setting your program back a year. Yep, yep, I agree. So I think, I, I hope they keep Ed Orderon on. Um, but really, this is a story about Kentucky. Really, this is a story about how, how yes. Mark Stoops is doing. Kentucky, yeah. They're doing a great job, and we'll get to them later on this later on this segment or next segment. All right, uh, I'm not gonna talk about Florida Vanderbilt that much. That doesn't really um, garner yeah. much. You know, Dan Mullen was very discontent in the first half, which he should have been. It it didn't yeah. feel like 21 nothing. It didn't feel like a 42 nothing win. Um, it feels good to put a shutout on board, though, but I think Vandy had their own mistakes because they were on Florida's side of the field a lot. Vandy put up 200-something yards in the first half. It doesn't feel good, but uh, somehow managed to score zero points out of it. That's more indicative of their team and their issues. Uh, Joey, go ahead and, and uh, go off about Florida State beating North Carolina. Like you said, Mac Jones, Mac Brown is now what? Oh, and 10 versus FSU. I think it's Oh, and 11 versus uh, his alma mater, Florida state. Um, yeah. Like I said, I felt like they could win this game. It was just a bad matchup for North Carolina. I mean, they're de- They're all defense. Wasn't great. Jordan Travis was healthy. Um, he put on a show. He was actually the highest rated quarterback um, in the nation this week. I think he was tied for the highest rated quarterback in the nation, according to pro football focus. So it was a great game oh, by him. So, sorry, sorry. What are you going to say? I, I hit the Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then like I said last week, they have a bad offensive line. We had a great defensive line. They made Sam Howell run the ball um, to beat them. And he had over – he had like 100 and something yards, but he just couldn't – you know, that's not their winning formula. And they kind of gave up. I don't. I doubt you all watched this game, but in the fourth quarter when they really did have a chance to get back in the game, they were just kind of lackadaisically – getting to the ball, hiking it, they were super slow. Like, if they would have been going, trying to score, they could have made it a little bit of a game. But that's not really the story of this game. It was, I will say, it's probably the best coach Florida State game I've seen in the last, probably since 2016 when Jimbo was in it and they went to the Orange Bowl and beat Michigan. Hmm. Uh, So, props to Mike Norvell, props to Kenny Dillingham, props to Adam Fuller. Um, Adam Fuller was fired. Now, 
I don't know if he's fired at this point of the season end today. If it would end last week, he would have been fired. Um, but the bigger picture is if FSU would – if they would just beat Jacksonville State, this team's three and three. Their losses are to a Notre Dame team that's better than you, a Wake Forest team that's probably going to win the ACC, and then a Louisville team that you shut out in the second half. The amount of goodwill this coaching staff would have and belief this coaching staff would have if they would have just beaten Jacksonville State is crazy. And then you're and then a, just, you're only a Hail Mary and a cover two away from that, right? Exactly. Either you're one play away where it's just a terribly called defense. Uh, I don't, yeah, who knows what the fuck they were thinking. Um, and yeah, and then you're looking good. You're probably making a bowl because you're going to beat Miami because De'Ara King's out for the season. They stink. You're going to beat UMass unless you do something stupid like Jacksonville State. And then uh, you pretty much just have to beat either North Carolina State or um, who's the other stupid team on there? Uh, oh, Boston College. And you make a bowl. Mm-hmm. Clemson's not that good either. Hell, Clemson actually doesn't match up great against FSU right now. So that's going to be an interesting game. So you have a chance to make a bowl game, but you lost to Jacksonville State. So right now I think they're going to keep the recruiting class intact just based on this. You, uh, Like I said, go beat Miami, go beat UMass, pull an upset on one of those up two other teams and potentially pull an upset on Clemson because they stink. And uh, you're looking really good for next season. Mm-hmm. But Jordan Travis has to stay healthy because McKenzie <clears throat> Bones' legs don't work. <laughs> That's a running theme too. Yeah, that's true. It's an ism. That's a Joey ism. Um, yeah, I'm I'm beginning to get high on FSU again, um, which is no surprise if you ever been to Tallahassee. Everyone's probably drunk or high, but FSU Whoa. turning around their season in a good way. Um, they're on a two game win streak, right? Two game win streak. Three game after. Uh, well, they're off this next week, and then they play UMass. So go ahead and rack that up to three games. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and rack it up to three games. Three-game win streak. So congrats, FSU. Um, any other honorable mention games from last week you guys want to go over that, that I missed? If not, we're going to week seven. Going once. Going twice. We're okay. moving on. Week seven. Um Actually, there's a game going on right now if you're not watching it. Appalachia State, Louisiana. Yeah, really? Uh, Who cares? There you go. Get that one. <laughs> Navy at Memphis on Thursday. Another one I don't really care about. Navy, uh, two-game win streak at least. I know they beat UCF um, two weeks ago, and last week they beat another surprising – nope, nope, they lost to SMU last week. They I was were about to say. They were winning that game. Well, they're one and four. I'm not – yep, I'm going to – who cares? Actually hit him with the who cares. Uh, yeah, not really any good Thursday night games. Friday night, Clemson goes to Syracuse. And Oregon plays California. Meh. Uh, Syracuse stinks. Yeah. Give, Clemson give me stinks. Clemson. I think Clemson needs a game where – I mean, yeah, they're at the Carrier Dome. I don't think that's an advantage whatsoever. Uh, but the only thing about this is that Clemson has – in the last few years, struggled against Clemson, uh, Syracuse. Or Clemson, Clemson had a bye Syracuse. last week, right? Clemson had a bye last week. I think they had a bye. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't really matter. Um, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Clemson stinks, man. They're, they're not very good. Um, Syracuse is frisky. Uh, they, they're not very good either, but um, they're playing at home. Um, we've I've said made this point before, especially when Clemson played Boston College. 
Um, Clemson's offense doesn't put up more than they, – they put up 19 points against Boston College. And I think that was a season high for uh, the regular or for regular time mm-hmm. or for standard time, whatever you call it. I still haven't figured out what that's called. Real, four real quarters. time. Anytime. In, in four quarters, they haven't put up more than 19 points. Uh, they're favored by 14. I think they started out at 14 and a half and it's already moved down. It's stupid. It's a bad line uh, because even if Syracuse, if Syracuse scores one touchdown, they cover. So give me Syracuse. I'm locking it in early lock. Whoa, early lock. Okay, what was that at? I'm going I'm to do these. 14. 14 Syracuse plus 14. Plus 14. Yeah. Syracuse. They'll score one touchdown. Clemson will score 14 to 20 points, and uh, that will be that will be a cover for yeah, Syracuse. I like that lock, and we did skip over Wake Forest last week because Wake Forest played Syracuse. Pretty close that game. Was, that was another bad beat. Yeah. So, And this, this is a Wake Forest game who, who we're super high on on this podcast so um yeah i think i'm with you there i got syracuse covering that's about it i i think they could win but i also could see clemson's defense if they they keep favoring clemson by two touchdowns i'm gonna keep taking the underdog and i'm gonna keep winning yeah um okay california at oregon i don't really know a whole bunch about cal oregon disappointed me earlier Oregon's favored by 13 and a half. I'm not touching this game. So I have Oregon. I got Oregon obviously winning, but I I, I don't want to touch it as far as betting. I, I like I like Oregon minus 13 and a half. Not a lock, but mm-hmm. yeah, not a lock. I like Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um I just, you know, I still am actually pretty upset. I they kind of broke my heart a couple weeks ago. Yeah. With Stanford. Yeah, Stan no, Stanford really broke your heart. It's not Oregon. It's Stanford. Just letting Oregon's you know. out of the playoff right now. I don't yes. know if they can make the way, way make the way back in. I don't think so. After that, not after that loss. That's that's an ugly one. That's an ugly loss to a Stanford team. That's very very questionable. Big mystery mystery mark. Um, this is a game I had circled before the season um, for Cincinnati. Cincinnati hosts UCF. Now I think Cincinnati is just a rolling freight train. I think they're going to blow UCF out. Minus twenty and a half. They're they're. Begging us to like take it, I guess. I don't know. If I, this, I don't know. I, I don't know if this is a trap game, dude. I mm, I like UCF to score points, and sure, I think they're going to lose the game, probably probably two touchdowns. But at twenty and a half, you're just begging me to take UCF. I don't know if I want to fall into it. I'm going to avoid this one. I thought I was going to lock. I'm not going to. I'm avoiding it. I think UCF will cover though. No, I, I like Cincy. I'm not going to lock this game in, but Cincy minus 20, it started out at 19 and a half, and in half a day it's moved up to 20 and a half. That's usually a good sign for the favorite. Um, Cincy's just too good. UCF's not great. Uh, Gus Malzahn's got some work to do there. Uh, I like Cincy minus 20 and a half. I'll be betting this game. I like Cincy, the minus 20 and a half as well. I'm not going to lock it in. Um, I, I'm big on Cincinnati this year. This has got to be the year for the group of five team to make it in the playoffs. It's got to be. And they're they're going to be the one to do it. Right uh, now they're in. Right now they are in. They're at number three. They're in. Yep. They are in. Uh, so Michigan State at Indiana. I got Michigan State winning. Yep. Love them minus four. Minus hey, four. You gotta give the I'm going to lose so much money this week. There's so many games I like. I like every game. Mm. Every game I like this week. What did you say, Davis? 
Sorry, eating spaghetti. Got a mouthful of spaghetti. I got a mouthful of balls, some meatballs. Uh, we got what? We got to get Michigan State. Hi, John. This guy could be a Heisman contender. Give him a good game this week and also next week because he kind of needs to help build his case. This guy's a Heisman contender. Yeah. I mean, who else is going to win the Heisman? He might win it by default. I, I was listening to a Heisman yeah, voter say he's going to vote for I, – I was listening to a Heisman voter say he's going to vote for Iowa center right now. If the season ended today. <laughs> He wasn't joking either. He was serious. Yeah, I mean, use your vote. I mean, is he going to vote for him in first place, or is he just going to throw a vote? No, he said he was he was going to be the number one guy. <laughs> That's great. And maybe he'll be a number one draft pick. I mean, is he is he worthy of it? You, know, you put a highlight. Yeah, he's kind of a badass. Con- he yeah, might he's a badass. Me. All right, we'll, we'll <laughs> keep an eye on Iowa's center for the rest of the season. Only Take, other, the only other to, offensive lineman that's been a Heisman contender that I can think of is Orlando Pace. I had to take him mm. to, the, to the buses, coach. Uh, <laughs> okay, I that's tempting. I kind of want to lock that, I, I, but I, I I don't I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna trust that. I don't trust it enough. Uh, Oklahoma State at Texas. Uh, I also don't trust this enough either. After seeing Texas fall apart to Oklahoma this past week. I think they'll uh, rebound. I mean, I Oklahoma State's undefeated, though. I think Texas can rebound. It's minus it's five and a half. Um, I'm not locking anything from the Pac-12 or Big Ten, Big 12, I mean. Um, but I think Texas can rebound. I'll leave it at that. It kind of seems like a rat line. Like the number 25 team is five and a half points favorites over the number 12 ranked team. Yeah, that's um, perplexing to me. I don't know. Yeah, I may, maybe it's just because Texas played with Oklahoma, but um, I don't know. I, I, Texas really isn't playing for anything now. So, yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma State um, just because I think they keep it close. I think it's going to be a field goal game, maybe. I don't, I don't see, but then Texas might come out and score 72 points. But I, I, I think you're right. They're not really playing for much. They were playing for the Red River rivalry, and now that's that's done. They got a hangover. Bad hangovers. I got Oklahoma Hate State winning this game. Um, Auburn at Arkansas. I'm going to take Arkansas. Minus, three, minus three and a half. I'm going to lock this in. This is going to be my first lock of the week. I got Arkansas winning. They are due for a win. They they lost two in a row, two bad games in a row. Not bad games. Last week was a really good game. They could have won it, but two bad losses in a row. Locking it in. Arkansas minus three and a half. Where is it at? Arkansas. It's at Arkansas. Mm, I like that. All right, that that makes a big difference. Um, for some reason, I'm not sold on this game at the moment. Um, I although I think Arkansas is going to win. I guess I'm try, maybe I'm overthinking it. it. It seems like it's very much possible they can win this game by more than three. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go Arkansas. I'll go ahead and lock this one in. The more I think oh, about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, boys, 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 boys. It's a consensus lock. Wow. Because I love Arkansas. I love them. Our, Auburn stinks. They're so overrated this year. The fact that it's only Arkansas minus three and a half just shows you how stupid Vegas is. How much they want us to take their money. Arkansas is gonna come out pissed off. They're on a two game losing streak. They're a better team than that. Even though I do think they're a little overrated. Auburn is not a good team. They're just not. So Arkansas minus three and a half, lock it in. Another lock. That's a good lock. 
I, I like how we're all in lock unity there. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I really want to see Sam Pitt win, get back on the winning train, because right now they're not. Oh, Florida at LSU. Um, Hell yeah. This is, this is a re- revenge game for Florida. Florida season ended very badly last year after having one of the best offenses in all of Florida football history. Uh, lost to LSU, then Alabama, then Oklahoma to end the 2020 season. All because Marco Wilson threw a shoe. <laughs> really Play game. Hurt. Oh, wait. I'm going to have a lump. God, I, was so, I just couldn't believe it. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. I didn't mean to play the whole clip. I didn't mean to play the whole clip. Just the who throws a shoe, honestly. Right, what's the spread on this game? Mm. Ten and a half. Ten and a half Florida? Yep. Give me LSU. Probably a good bet. It's in, it's in Baton Rouge. Mm. Okay, well, yeah. I don't so, know. Yeah, I'm not logging it in just because it's Florida. But otherwise, if, it were, if they were playing someone equal to Florida, like I would take LSU. Because what, what is Florida playing for anymore? They really, like they're not winning the SEC East. Um, I, I you know what are y'all playing for? Emory Jones is decent. Anthony Richardson, like y'all said, wasn't impressive. And I don't think they're going to beat Georgia. But if they were to somehow some miracle beat Georgia, like no. you're at the very least putting yourself in a New Year's six, New Year's six. That's that's the best thing they're going for. Yeah, I mean you got you got to be playing. For, you know you got to be playing for yourself. I don't think it's hard to get motivated going into this game. This is, a, this is a rivalry game every year for Florida. The LSU-Florida game is always easy to get up for. I don't think there's going to be a lack of motivation on the, either of the teams. Yeah, um, LSU's playing for Ed Orgeron's job. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. And Max Johnson, like I said, I, I'm a big Max Johnson guy. I think he's a fucking beast. Um, big thing, though, I think uh, – Kayvon Butte is out, the number one receiver for LSU. He he looked like he was down for the count against Kentucky. Whenever I saw, let's let's see, uh, yeah, Butte out for season due to leg injury. So that's oh, a no. huge huge weapon for LSU. That's gone. That's an important factor in this game. Florida's secondary also dilapidated. We just lost a transfer from Texas A&M. Elijah Blades uh, only played three games, but he's out for the season because he does. I don't think he wants to play for Florida anymore. I don't. I don't know what happened with him. He got kicked off the team, basically. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm not touching this game. It's in Death Valley. I like Florida to win, but I'm also biased, so I'm not gonna pick it. That's it. I think it's clo- I think it's just a close game. Ten and a half is too much for the this the, uh, this game in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wasn't it in Baton Rouge last year? No. It uh, was it was a, we we threw, threw, threw the shoe. At threw home. a shoe at, at home. That's bad. That's not good. Home. Didn't think it would get caught. I mean, it was so foggy. He didn't think you could see. That that was like literally the fog bowl. It was crazy. Um, this, this is a random thought. Um, but I thought about this a little earlier when we were talking about playing to save Coach O's job, and it made me think, well, if LSU covers the spread, alumni probably aren't going to be that unhappy. Mm. And then I thought, okay, how? what's like the record for coaches covering the spread? And then compare that to how long they stay at that particular school. Oh, it's mm. definitely a big deal. Like, There's I no doubt I, about that. 
Yeah, if you have a coach that majority of the time hits the spread, it's like, is the alumni really that upset? Why? Because you think they're betting? You think the big boosters are gambling on them? The big ones are absolutely throwing money on it. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. Yep. Yeah, it'd be an interesting stat. You know, maybe if you were in the ESPN radio world, you, we'd, we'd hire you to do that kind of stuff Probably for us. Probably isn't that hard of a thing to look up. Like, there's got to be some source out there that. Yeah, you know, there's definitely websites that cover uh, against the spread records, and then you could figure out how long they stay at certain schools. If you remind me for next show, I'll try and dig it up, and I'll try and have it ready for next week. And no, we'll you get the won't. answer to it. I will if you if you remind Liar. me. If you remind me, we have more than 15 minutes before our podcast to prepare for it. Uh, next game, Texas A&M travels to Missouri after beating Alabama. They're minus eight and a half favorites at Missouri. It's an 11 a.m. game. How motivated are the Aggies? And how motivated is Missouri? Because they just watched them beat the number one team in the nation. And Missouri got their ass kicked a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did. I think Texas A&M has momentum going into this game. It's going to be disappointing as hell if they were to somehow lose. I don't think that's going to happen. Give me – what's the spread? Eight it's, and a half. Yep, eight and a half. That's too much. All right, but still give me Texas A&M to win the ballgame. Missouri kind of stinks, though, so. Yeah, Missouri does uh, stink. I like, I like A&M. I like a minus eight and a half. I think they'll be up for the game. Yep, I do too. I like a minus eight and a half as well. Um, Missouri only beat North Texas by a touchdown last week and then got trounced by Tennessee the week before and allowed Tennessee to put up 62 points. (laughs) 62 points Tennessee put up. That's that's the highest Rocky Top put up since fucking Philip Fulmer, probably. Not even even a joke. Um, Nebraska at Minnesota. I'm only bringing this game up. Yeah, I'm only bringing this game up because I think Nebraska gets a win. Their favorite minus three and a half. Other than that, not going to spend a lock on it. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's going to be the game of the week. Not going to do it. Purdue at Iowa. Iowa gets. Whoa! The- you just went right past Rutgers and Northwestern. Who cares? Do Do you want to lock it or something? <laughs> no, I just want to say one thing real quick. Ruck, it started out as Rutgers as a half point underdog, and now Rutgers is already minus two. I'm gonna be heavy on Rutgers in this game, but I, I'm not gonna lock it. You've been a heavy Rutgers guy, like I've been noticing. You, you you're watching Rutgers and like, like from the back. Yeah, you do. Just, I do. Watching. I do like Rutgers. You like Greg Shiano? Is that the deal? Yep. Yep. Everybody does. Yep. Who doesn't like a womanizer? Okay, Purdue at. Iowa. Uh, Iowa's favorite, minus 11 and a half. I want to take it, but I'm not going to because of that win last week. I like Iowa. I like yeah. Iowa. I like Hampton. I don't know if Purdue will score. I like the under, but last time I liked an Iowa under, I got uh, I got killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it the me- Maryland game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me Iowa in this ball game. Lock it in. I think they're going to. What I said? What was it? 11 and, 11 and a half. Iowa. It's a big one for me. That's a big one. That's a big one. Okay. Sam, I'm taking that. that one down. All right. Uh, yeah, I like Iowa too. I like the cover. I'm not going to lock it though. Uh, BYU at Baylor. Does BYU rebound? 
They are underdogs. Plus six. It's at Baylor. Baylor's five and one. They're five and one. Um, Baylor's played some good teams this this year, and they they've their only losses to Oklahoma State, who is also undefeated and the number twelve team in the nation. I think Baylor's solid. I like a minus six. I'm not gonna lock it in. I to be honest with you, I haven't watched either of these teams this season. But I've only watched BYU, and I'm concerned about BYU. I haven't watched Baylor. Uh, I'm. I think Baylor has this ball game. I think I think they're fine. I'm not locking it in though. I don't like it. Nothing. Uh, Miami, North Carolina. Any 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 takes on Miami, North Carolina? Oh yeah. Uh, Miami is dead. They're done. They might not win another game this season. De'Aaron King is out for the year. Um, North Carolina's going to come. They're going to blow them out. I'm not going to lock it just because I want to lock uh, the game of the week. So, um, yeah, but North Carolina's going to blow them out just because that's what they do. They lose the game, and then they uh, come back and beat the shit out of the team they play next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I poor De'Aaron King. Poor De'Aaron King, another season-ending injury. He has. When was the last time he played an entire football season? Last year. Six games, right, or something? Well, not, not more than that, but you know, not a full season. And then he got hurt in the in the bowl game. Yeah, he did get hurt in the bowl game. Yep. So he's just injury prone. Hate to see it for a guy that's been in college so long. Otherwise, I don't really care about the game. Yep. I. I guess I got North Carolina in a rebound victory. That's that's where I'm at. Um, this game though. Virginia Tech hosts Pittsburgh in Blacksburg, and Virginia Tech is an underdog at plus five. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's good. Uh, this Pittsburgh quarterback, uh, Kenny Pickett 19, is good. 19 touchdowns in five games. He uh, is kind of low-key on that Heisman radar. Uh, Only one I mean, interception. Just, Only one interception. Yeah, look at those stats, 1,700 yards. Uh, hey, this is the ACC Coastal uh, Championship game. Um, I mean, even though these teams have only played one ACC game each, they're easily the favorite. Um, man, five points is a lot for this game, I think. And I'm still high on Virginia Tech. They played some tough games. They they played well. I like them plus five. Um, it, it, the line started out at five and a half, and it moved down to five, so it moved Virginia Tech's way. Um, I'm not again. I'm not locking it in because I'm saving my last lock. But I, I will be on Virginia Tech this week. Their quarterback's good. Virginia Tech's quarterback is good. I can't think of his name, um, but he can play some football. He can sling mm-hmm. it. Do Do you want his name? Yeah. Is it? I uh, do. Is it Burmeister? Yeah, that's a good name too. That's yeah. such a good name. That's a good good name. I like Virginia Tech, too. Like you said, they played some tough games. And looking at Pittsburgh's schedule compared to theirs, um, I think Virginia Tech's a little bit more prepared for a bigger game. This is a big game. I think this is, like you said, for first place in the in the uh, Coastal Division. Yeah, well, I mean, these teams haven't played their ACC games yet. They're, they got ACC schedules the rest of the season. Um, but, I mean, I really these are the two best teams in the Coastal by far. The winner of this – Game is going to play Wake Forest in the championship. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not locking in any either. I need to find some locks here, though. I definitely need to find some locks. Uh, let's see. Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Who cares? Don't care. Uh, TCU at Oklahoma. Here we go. 
this is what I'm talking about. And I don't know if Caleb Williams is starting. Yeah, um, well, I, Lincoln Riley said he's not going to name a starter. Yeah. So. If Caleb Williams is starting, I'm taking this 13. And actually, no, I, I would not. I still won't touch it. I still won't touch it because TCU traditionally just does what the Horn Frogs do. And sometimes they'll pull a victory out of their ass, or sometimes they'll just keep it close and lose. I don't. I wanted to touch it, but I'm not going to touch it. Um, I think Oklahoma is going to put points on the board. I I think they're going to start Williams because your team has just been laying flat. I mean, why not give this guy a shot? Unless they sit down, Spencer, and say, "Hey, this is your last chance, man. You got to come out hot, put a little fire under his ass." But I think the fans want to see Williams. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know what they do here. I, they should play Williams, but when you're six and zero and you're playing a clearly inferior team, do you start Spencer Rattler and see what he does, or do you just roll with the true freshman? I mean, Spencer Rattler is kind of a known commodity. You know, you're no, you know what you're gonna get out of him. He's five and zero. Most of those games were a struggle. They could have lost almost all of them. Um, so I, I don't know. I would start Caleb Williams, or is, is it is it Williams? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd start him. I think he's better. I don't. I think they're going to. Um, and if they do, I love the thirteen and a half. I think they'd be in about 20, 30, mm-hmm. something. That's like that. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If they do, but he's not naming the starter, so I'm not going to name a lot. I'm just not going to do. It. When reports start coming out of who they're going to start, that's when I'll make a decision if I'm a better or not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, skipped over this one. Alabama at Mississippi State. Alabama ranked number five right now in the nation. Currently, they are not in the top four. Uh, obviously, because they're number five. I, um, I think. Um, oh, I think Alabama is gonna minus seventeen nice revenge game. Revenge game. Um, they're gonna blow them out. Go ahead and lock it in. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not convinced about other lock-ins, so I want to lock in this one. This one, I think points will be scored by Alabama. Okay. Okay, that was that was your last lock. Yep. I'm sure there's some stat about Nick Saban off a loss and that he's a million and no against the spread. I don't know what that stat is, but um, I I like a minus 17. The line's moving their way. It started out lower. Um, but I yeah, I'm not locking it in. I, I don't know if I'm going to bet it. It's on my radar. I haven't decided yet. I usually don't have luck betting Alabama. I I picked the worst spots to bet them. Anyway, I don't know why. I got a feeling Mike Leach is going to just sling, try to sling the ball in Alabama this week, and I don't know if that's a good, going to be a good thing or a bad thing. It's at Mississippi State. The cowbells will be ringing. Um, Mississippi State beat Texas A&M. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, don't. I know, I know. Good. I, what, know, I think what, what crazy world we could live in. I think Alabama gets the win here. I would not be surprised if Mississippi State has viewed the the schemes that Texas A&M has employed and Florida has employed, and and Mike Leach, obviously with the air raid, he knows how to draw up some routes to open up some passing lanes. If anyone's going to be able to pass the ball in Alabama, it's going to be Mike Leach. However, he's got to do it through his quarterback. Mike Leach isn't the one throwing the football. It's going to be Mississippi State's quarterback and see if their offense can match up with the athletes across the field. Athlete. Athletes. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, 
this one I'm going to lock in. This is Ole Miss at, at uh, Tennessee, and Ole Miss is only favorite by three points. So they only got a minus three. So that's a lock for me. I got Ole Miss beating Tennessee by more than a field goal. Yeah, I love this game. Um, Ole Miss minus three seems crazy. Tennessee's decent on some bad teams. They beat the shit out of South Carolina. They beat the shit out of Missouri. I don't think they're very good. I still don't think they're very good. Um, I don't like their coach, Jeff Haplia. He was like their third choice coaches. Uh, Ole Miss is going to come out. Like I said, Ole Miss is still fighting for a potential ace or SEC championship game berth. Um, I think Alabama might lose again this season. So, I like Ole Miss. I like a minus three. I can get them saving my lock, but um, I will be on them. Even though the line's moving the wrong way, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on. I'm on. Honorary lock. Honorary lock. Um, NC State, Boston College. This is an interesting game uh, for all, all those ACC watchers here. NC State's favorite, minus three. I don't want to touch this game because I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be about the three point, three point win or loss difference, too. It's going to be a good game to watch. Both the. The, it's these two teams and it's Wake Forest. Um, I don't think either of them have played Wake Forest yet. So um, it'll be a fun race to watch down the stretch. So, uh, but yeah, I agree with you. It, it's too close to call. I, I, I'd probably pick NC State. Uh, I see. I, I don't know. I like Do you want to make it a shot game? This is the classic shot game if I've ever seen one. Oh, did we? What, what happened to the shot game last week? The shot game last week was Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. We got to take the shots. Uh, Are we doing that now? Yeah, we can do it. I now. won that game, though. Oh, well, I'll take a small one. You got something? You, you won, though. And I really don't want to take well tequila right now. I guess it's not well. It's Jose Cuervo. Shot game, Davey boy. You got us this time. He's got to at least be here for it. He just went to go get a shot, I think. I think he's going to do one. Oh, he's going to do one with us? Wow, what a sport. What a sport. What are you taking a shot of? Jose Cuervo. All right, I have some Tennessee honey. Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. All right, so this one, uh, my parents actually just picked it up for me at the Woodford Reserve place in Kentucky. But this is a chocolate malt whisper. Wait, which where where'd they, where'd they get it from? Woodford Reserve. From where? What state? Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. You don't have to do a shot. You won, Davis. Yeah, you won, bro. Apparently, uh, this one has, like, at the bottom of their barrels, the wood mixed with uh, the rest of the bourbon smells like chocolate. Mm -hmm. So they took, like, basically what was left in the barrels of the bucket, and they made small bottles. So I have my nipple shot glass where I take the shot from the nipple. I have a hotel room coffee cup that uh, they didn't give me any coffee. So this was a gift from my roommate Eduardo. This was a gift from my housekeeper Eduardo. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right, good job, Notre Dame. Fuck Notre Dame. Prove me wrong. <laughs> that is not as smooth as they advertise. All right, if we're doing shot game. And you got to pick. I'm picking Boston College. Warm and fuzzy. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Davis pick who he wants. College. Actually, you know what? Yeah. No. 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 Not. I'm not doing it. Give me Boston College. Yep. 
Damn it. I, I actually wanted Boston College, too. Well, hell, we all three do a shot at the least. I'm cool with that. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. We'll do that. Shot game, Boston College. Shot BC all the way around. Okay. Ugh, now that that's done, mm. you got to remember that for next time. Did not. I, I'd rather do that in the in the beginning of the show. Yeah, it would have been way more fun. Would have been way better at the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, da, 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 Iowa State, Kansas State. I've lost interest. Um, who cares? Just, yeah, who cares? Um, UCLA, Washington. Who cares? UCLA gets the win. Arizona State. I think they get the win over Utah. All right. That brings <laughs> us. <laughs> To the game of the week. Kentucky is. And wow, Kentucky's got the game of the week this week. It, they, it's only because of our uh, soundbite. Yeah, That's the only reason they're good. It's not because they're playing the number one team in the nation. But it actually is. They're playing Georgia. This is probably one of the biggest games Kentucky's ever played in the history of the program. Uh, and it's... It's minus 23, Georgia. Georgia's at home. Uh, Over-under is 44 and a half, though. All right. I'm not worried about the spread. If I'm at the sports book today, though, I'm putting money on the over. I think Georgia's going to themselves score 44 points. Uh, Kentucky will probably put 14 points on the board, or they'll put 17 points on the I'm very glad Davis is on uh, on that because it's ass nine what this spread is. Uh, 23. Hell, I, I wrote it down as 23 and a half. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Kentucky's 6-0. They're good. They, they've beaten good teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing good football. They're, I guess the, the whole point of the spread is that, especially looking at the under, is that they think Georgia is just going to shut them out. I think what you're saying is the spread is ignorant. No, they're, they're ignorant. Yeah, it's ignorant because it's Kentucky, yes. Kentucky, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love Kentucky here. I I love plus 23 and a half. It it, it feels like free money. Mm -hmm. It does because I'm not a believer in Georgia's offense yet. I think Kentucky's defense is going to put up a game. I do like the under. I think it's going to be a low-scoring 17 to 10 type game. I think Georgia wins, but I think it's going to be competitive. It's going to be smash – Mouth football. Mark Stoops is a knows how to coach defenses, and like I said, Georgia's offense. We'll see if they put up here. I'm I'm done. I'm done doubting Georgia, but I, I like Kentucky. I love them. Love them. They're 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 giving me money here. I feel like so locking Kentucky minus twenty three. I like it. I'm also with you, Joey. I'm locking in Kentucky minus twenty three. Every everything that you said, I agreed with there. Um, I think Kentucky's a good football team. I think that Georgia is also a good football team. I think Georgia wins, but I don't I don't like minus 23. I think Kentucky's defense is better than that. Uh, I do think Georgia has a solid defense. Kentucky it's might, so might not score. Points it's so a, many almost, points. It's a top 15 matchup. I mean, do, I, I, Georgia is the unquestioned number one team at this point in the season. There's no doubt about that. 
But you can't just discount that other teams can play football too. And that's what it seems like they're doing is Mm -hmm. they're saying that no other team can play football this season except Georgia. Mm -hmm. Kentucky's proven this season they can play football. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's crazy too. Kentucky's proven uh, that they can hang with Florida. They can hang with who else? uh, They can't just hang with Florida. They beat Florida. Yeah, they beat Florida. They they beat the shit out of LSU last week. Um, Their other wins aren't too impressive. Though, but I mean, looking at Georgia's schedule, the the most impressive win on Georgia's schedule is Arkansas thirty seven to zero. When we were super high on Arkansas, I was super high yeah. on Arkansas. Arkansas oh, didn't have the defense Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas doesn't have the defense Kentucky has. And they, I don't know. They haven't proven themselves like Kentucky has. On I don't feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I, I I'm gonna watch this game. It's gonna this game of the week, obviously. Uh, let's see what what time is it? Two thirty CBS. Yeah, so main main primetime primetime CBS football game right here. Uh, uh, we're not blessed like we were last week with with a whole bunch of, like like a slew of games to watch. But games. Yeah, but this this is the marquee game. If you're gonna watch it, I, I I really hope Kentucky pulls off the upset, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Georgia solidifies their number one spot in the in the top twenty five and the number one spot in the SEC East. Yeah, and, and West. There, for that there's matter. like twelve betting games I like this week though, so it's gonna be a wild week for me at least. Yeah, there's other games out there, right? Like you could look at this South Carolina Vanderbilt game that we just skipped over. No, you, uh, you, no, you no we can't. To. It's 18 and a half. No, I don't like that either. I like so, Vanderbilt. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it more. Right now, we're going to wrap this show up. I hope you enjoyed it. It's been week seven college football extravaganza. Like I said, drop a like, subscribe, check us out. And yeah, if you guys have any plugs, Joey, as always. James Wackenstein's. Davey Boy. Have a good week. No, yeah, yeah. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for tuning in.